Hi, this is Dan. And this is Joe. And this is Enough Room. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for our very first episode of Enough Room. Whoa, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> we finally <laughs> sat down to actually record this. Oh, finally. So, this is Joe. Hi, and this is Dan, as we said. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, welcome to Enough Room. Um, I guess we'll have to, since this is our first episode, we'll have to introduce ourselves. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So Joe, who are you? Who am I? Who am I? So my name is Chokatama and everyone calls me Joe. Um, I was born and I grew up in Fiji um, until I was about, I think, 18, 19. Um, anyways... A while ago, <laughs> we then moved to New Zealand, um, so lived in Auckland, lived for a bit in Tauranga, um, and then moved over to Brisbane about three years ago, and now I'm in Sydney. So wow. I don't know, is that too much information? I no, I think that's good. You've lived in a lot of countries, had a yes. bit of cultural shock, I'm sure, <laughs> along the way. Yes. Okay. What about nice. you? So that's, let's say that's enough about me. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, I haven't quite lived in, in, in that many countries, but um, I was born and raised in Western Australia, um, grew up in Perth and came over to New South Wales to go to university, um, got a degree and since then have been around Sydney and working here in Sydney and then met you up in Brisbane and Still decided to stay in Sydney, so <laughs> brought, brought you down here. So, well, yeah. you know, you say that you haven't lived in as many countries as I have, but when we think of just how big Australia is, <laughs> like when I'm thinking of how far Sydney is from Perth, and then I'm thinking, if we were to stretch that out over the Pacific, like how far would we go? Yeah. 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 So I th- I think you could fit quite a few countries in there. Yeah. So I think we're, yeah we're, and I have moved a lot, so, you know. I yeah, th- that's true. That mm. This is very true. Mm. But yeah, we met up in Brisbane and then we're now down here in um, Sydney and both Christians, Adventist Christians. Yes, very of... Adventist backgrounds. <laughs> yes, a lot of you listening would know us very well. Yes. Um, we also happen to be gay. Yes. And we also happen to be... Engaged. Yes. <laughs> Engaged to be married later on this yes. year. Fingers crossed. Yes. Planning a wedding amidst COVID is interesting, but we'll get into that. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about that later. So speaking of COVID though, uh, Dan, how have you been coping with um, this social distancing? Mm, Social distancing. Wow. Yes, that is a good question. I think uh, it's it's interesting. It, It takes a little bit of getting used to and... I think I've never seen myself as much of a, a um, extrovert anyway. I've seen myself as more of an introvert, but I think being forced to just stay home all the time does really get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just sort of reached my breaking point um, a few weeks ago. And um, yes, I think now that uh, restrictions have started to lift and things are starting to change, I think I'm just feeling a little bit more comfortable about life. And, um, and ultimately I think there's also so many different factors. I think, um, you know, personality wise, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert definitely impacts how you might respond to being more or less locked up inside all the time. Uh, I think at the same time, just something else that adds to that is my, um, I guess my past experience with depression 
and how um, I guess how that's all played a part. Um, mm. And I guess I've had to be careful to um, keep that in mind and be conscious of that. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's an in- interesting point to make, of a very important. Uh, point to make because the whole time I asked that question in my mind I was like I cope with this whole because I'm more of an extrovert and I was thinking in my mind I'm coping with the whole social distancing thing by eating a lot and Uber Eats and Mm -hmm. ordering (laughs) I've noticed yes Um, but no that is very true we are all different and we tend to approach things differently depending Mm. on um the experiences we've had, I guess. And I mean, I've been really fortunate in that I work in a hospital and I work in a role that is unable to operate from home. So um, I've been continuing to go to work this whole time. And so that sort of hasn't stopped for me. So that's actually been quite fortunate for me. Whereas obviously you have been in the position where (laughs) (laughs) your work has gone, hey, only come in one day a week and the rest of the time you are just stuck. At home. And that has been a challenge because uh, we're currently recording in this room where there's only one set of windows and it's quite high up. So I'm quite short. So I, yeah, I have to tiptoe to sort of see outside that window. <laughs> and that's where we've got the desk and the computers set up. And um, it's been a bit of a challenge being stuck in this one space mm. um, throughout this time and not having people around <laughs> and just missing that. Um, but I think, like I said, I cope with it with food. I don't yeah. know if that's healthy, but, um, well, you know, depends KFC what is, the food is, I KFC guess. Is KFC. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, we are Adventists, but we're not very good Adventists. No. <laughs> we probably relate more to the Adventists. Yeah, we yeah. relate more to the Adventists. Um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why we decided to do this yeah, podcast. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are obviously different people. Yeah. We may identify with, you know, Christians and Adventists. But our story, I guess, and just, um, yeah, our lived experience is probably a bit different to your average christian mm. Mm. we are gay we are also adventists we're you know deeply spiritual we are christians yeah um and yeah that's probably one of the reasons why we've decided to make this podcast. and i think because we've both also been raised in quite a conservative context i think you would say and uh, we were both having this discussion the other day actually about how um, we both like the, I guess, the more conservative worship style. Um, probably not really extreme conservative worship style, but we're also we also are not really used to the quite contemporary worship style. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just a reflection of our upbringing and and how we, um, I guess, were introduced to the context of church and how we were raised in the context of church. And I think that, yeah, we've both kind of gone, well, we hear relatively conservative um, content out there um, that often wouldn't necessarily have room for us being gay, particularly, along with a few other things. Um, But then on the other side, we kind of hear fairly, um, I guess, liberal you could say um sort of resources and contexts out there and, and sometimes it can almost feel like they are um i guess 
in a sense, washing down the Bible and, and watering down things that we hold dear, dear yeah, because yeah. of our conservative mindset. Um, and so we're kind of stuck between these two ways of thinking. Mm. Um, that's from, a, I guess, a church perspective. But then outside of that, you've got, um, you know, hearing things from the, um, the, the queer community or the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. It's often, understandably so, um, not really open to Christianity because of how Christianity has treated that community. Oh, yeah. And so to be also coming into that community from a Christian context, again, there just seems to be a bit of a, a gap yeah. in a lot of what we hear. And, yeah. and I think, I, I don't think it's just people in our situation who happen to be gay and Christian sort of living in between um, communities or at the edge of both communities. Yeah. Um, I think just like day to day, like for example, myself, I'm... Um, obviously an islander, so I've got brown skin. <laughs> and as much as I, you know, try to um, conform to the ways of our church and maybe, you know, in, in a large part, the music that we listen to and things like that, I've come to sort of um, try to understand and accept that just because I'm a bit different does not necessarily make it wrong. Just because yes. my idea of what worship music should sound like, um, and it may be a bit different to everyone else, it doesn't mean that that's necessarily wrong either. Um, what becomes wrong is when we then take my view of what church should be or my view of what worship music should be, for example, yeah. and then say, this is how it yes. has to be across yep. the board because if we look at church music especially in the conservative context it's very um you know a lot of hymns yeah um and there's only so many times that we can hear we have this hope and then we're <laughs> like no <laughs> stop <laughs> yes. um but yeah the, and when i think about you know my island background you know island music you don't necessarily hear that in a worship context because we've gone no that is not spiritual music and and so yeah i I think a lot of us find ourselves on the edges of these communities wherever it might be or not necessarily ourselves or maybe our interests yeah or maybe things that we are into or things that we're interested in um yeah i just and and that's one of the reasons why we decided to do this podcast is I think we felt like we needed a space where we can share some of these more diverse voices yeah. um, and just, you know, give everyone enough space or enough room. Yeah. Hey, we used our, the name of our yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're yeah. listening to Enough Room. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just giving people enough room yeah. to be able to share and yeah. share the, their experiences in their lives with each other. And I think it's interesting you, you talk about, um, I guess, people's differences and how we kind of learning and, and, and all of us need to learn how to um, recognize each other's differences and and see them as being valid rather than suggesting that my way is the only way. And, and it sort of um, reminds me of, of something we were just reading through earlier today that was, um, I think what really was highlighted to me is just how much Jesus was praying for his followers to be one. And to realize that they were part of one family, one community that was 
his yeah. and that they were all part of him. And it, it just made me think how much today have we sort of lost sight of that oneness and that community that Jesus was trying to create and promote in his disciples and and how much have we started to just focus on the differences and seeing what um what we believe as being right and 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 what other people believe as being right when they don't match well who is right and who's wrong and why is it that we've sort of lost sight of that oneness and we've we've come to focus on the differences and and see that as a problem um yeah and I, I and I think not only do we see the differences as a problem, but we also see them as obstacles from getting to know each other. Yes. Um, so I may see someone walking down the road who might be dressed a certain way. Maybe they're wearing a hijab. And I would obviously make, you know, certain judgments uh, based on what they're wearing. And maybe my uh, idea of who they are or what they believe would then stand in the way of me actually getting yeah. to know them. Um, and the same thing for someone, especially right now with all of this crazy stuff that's happening in the US at the moment when it comes to race relations. Mm. You know, people would see me and my skin color and maybe they would make assumptions based on that yep. as well. And that might act as, you know, sort of like a roadblock between um, getting to know me or maybe there's like um, another gay person who might be in church and yep. we automatically make these assumptions yeah uh, these ideas about what they're into and yeah maybe they're out partying on a friday night when in fact no they're just at home like us on a friday night just yep. falling asleep on the couch um <laughs> <laughs> really interesting. very boring <laughs> um <laughs> But no, um, yeah, it, it then becomes obstacles uh, for a lot of people to be able to reach across and mm. get to know people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what I love about the story of Jesus. And we're reading that, I think it was in John 16. Yes. yes. Um, John 17. Yes. 17, yes. <laughs> um, I was paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were listening to how Jesus was just inviting people to be one. Mm not only with him, but with each other as well. And we can only be one if we have enough room yes. to listen to yeah. each other, um, but also talk to each other. Yeah, learn spend from time each with other. each other and, yeah. and interact with each other. And, yeah. um, and I think, um, again, that is really what Jesus was all about, is yeah. interacting with people. And he was he spent time with people. Yeah. Um, and he, he got to know them. And I think he then used those stories of it. He knew people's lives and that's what parables were. They were stories that people could relate to because he knew about their lives. He knew what they knew and he knew what they would understand. Yeah. And, and when we, um, think about when Matthew invited him to, um, the dinner party. Mm. Um, so this is in Matthew nine. And Matthew nine ten to eleven, but just before that, Jesus calls Matthew to be, mm. you know, come follow me. You're now one of my disciples, and Matthew's like, yay! Um, I mean, I think that's what he said. <laughs> well, you'd have so, yeah. <laughs> um, and so Matthew obviously um, follows Jesus, and then in the very next verses, you hear uh, Matthew inviting Jesus to dinner mm. with. Not only Matthew and his fellow tax collectors, but I believe the Bible 
um, or the the Pharisees referred to these other people who went to the dinner party as sort of your riffraffs, your mm, um, the scum of the earth, kind of scum of the earth. Yeah, mm. yeah, your undesirables. Um, so this is how the Pharisees saw these people um, who went there. So um, basically, your outsiders yeah. are being invited into this dinner party, and a lot of times we see in the Bible Jesus is standing on a hill and yeah. preaching. We see him talking to his disciples and teaching. I would have loved to have like a transcript of what was said at yeah. the dinner table. Cause when you're at a dinner table, you're not necessarily, you don't have one person just doing all the talking. Yeah. You're it's a sh- conversation and there's, yeah. there's stories being shared and there's laughter and there's jokes being told. And I mean, obviously that's in our context, but I, I think that that's just a, that's just a human reality. Yeah. Food yeah. has always been at the center of getting to know people yeah. and interacting and spending time with one another because you love one another. Yeah. And maybe you're bonding over the KFC. Mm. Maybe you're like, oh, I really yeah. like the... Roman KFC. I wonder what that would be like. Because <laughs> for me, my favorite part of um, the KFC chicken is um, the skin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should ask for royalties from KFC. Yeah, I know. We should ask here. KFC to sponsor this yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. It's a good idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the skin. And I remember we were at work the other day and um, there were a few of us from a few different departments and there was KFC on the on the table. And I mentioned I really love the skin. And we all just went on about just how good the skin was. And we had this really <laughs> good bonding session. But can you imagine, um, you know, Jesus and... The people they're just bonding over mm. things like that or bonding about bonding over things that were happening in their yeah, community in society and around them yeah and, yeah and yeah. it's just a just a different view of jesus and it's not just well it isn't actually the pharisees or you know the mm. um the office holders in yeah. uh, their church or their religion back then it was the undesirables yeah the outcasts, yeah. the outsiders. And I wonder if they were actually bonding over that, sharing, um, I guess, the the stories from the day about how they were mistreated by people or mm-hmm. how they were reminded by society that they were the outcasts. And, and maybe they were encouraging one another in that space and, and yeah. recognizing that all of them were experiencing that in their own lives in different ways. That's a very good point because Jesus himself was an outcast. Mm. Yes. Yes. True. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Did you just realize that? I did. <laughs> this is good. Because Jesus himself was an outcast. Yeah. Exactly. He wasn't yeah. part of the, um, you know, religious elite yeah. of his day. No. He actually, by the end of the story, yeah. you know, he's the one who gets hunted down in the garden. Yeah. He's the one who gets crucified. And this whole time they're trying to take him down. Yeah. And yeah, he himself is an outcast. outcast. So, you know, if you sometimes feel like you are on the edge of any of these mm. communities, if you sometimes feel like you're, you're just not in the in group, yeah, just know you're in good company. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Jesus, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I love And that. even with, you know, even just being from Nazareth, we see in the Bible at times, you know, even some of the disciples, when they hear, hear about him, they go, oh, could anything good come from Nazareth? Mm. And so not only was he an outcast just because of what he was saying, and he wasn't a religious leader, but even where he was raised yeah. impacted the way people saw him. Yes, His accent gave him away as being a Nazarene, and that was someone 
that was an outcast. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like when you're at a um, Wallabies game and then you turn up with a All Blacks yeah. shirt and everyone knows straight away. Yeah. Or an outcast. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> um, the Wallabies, I mean, the All Blacks would win anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting picture of Jesus at the dinner table with people. And it's interesting because then the Pharisees saw him and um, the Bible says that they had a fit. They, you know, they grew angry Um, and they said to his followers, like, you know, what kind of example is your teacher Mm. that he is acting all cozy with all of these people? Like you can almost hear the disgust in in what they're saying. and it's Jesus's reply is interesting. Um, he says, I am after mercy, not religion. I'm here to invite outsiders, not coddle. Sorry. He says, I'm after mercy, not religion. I can't even read. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm after mercy, not religion. I'm here to invite the outsiders, not coddle insiders Mm. and so jesus himself is like no i'm here for the outside i'm here for those who've been pushed out yeah um to the edges or even thrown out um those who feel like they they don't belong those who feel like they are not loved yeah 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 on those who feel like they're not heard and Mm. i think for us being um gay christians um it's something that we have had to lived through mm. it's something that we've experienced mm-hmm. the the feeling of being pushed to the yeah. side especially when it comes to church yeah um the feeling of being able to you know we walk in but then we're told no you can't participate yeah, yeah um, we can kind of be there it's almost like that whole idea of kids should be seen and not heard and not heard well exactly. i mean it's a little bit different because they probably don't even think we should be seen but yeah. definitely we shouldn't be yeah. heard and it's it's definitely not a not a nice place to be yeah and even when now we haven't been to church because of COVID-19 and a few other things but there's sometimes I sit down and I wonder you know apart from the one or two people from church who we Mm. you know um, hang out with and are friends with outside of church um, I haven't heard from anyone at church yeah I haven't heard from our pastor uh, not even a text message and that's just me Mm. But I know that there are other people who go through the same thing. Yeah. Again, maybe they are in the same boat as us. They might be gay. And so they're considered, you know, or, mm. you know, uh, or maybe they just don't have the right background. Maybe they mm. have an accent. Mm. Maybe they don't have the right job. You know, whatever it mm. is um, that's pushed them to the edge of our communities. And I, I love how Jesus said that I'm here to invite the outsiders. And I think for me, this is what enough room is about. It's here for the outsiders or anyone who feels left out and who feels like they need to have that voice. It's, it's for anyone who's willing to sit down and have a chat just to talk and learn and listen and share. It's for those whose voices and stories are, like I said, not often heard Mm. um, because either the church or society has told us that our story or our experience, our lived experience is just not valid. Mm. And yeah, I, I invite you if you 
haven't already, subscribe, um, follow us on Instagram or even on Facebook, because um, we want to make this a space for everyone. We mm. want to make this a space that's accessible so that people can come and share their stories and share their um, experiences. Yeah, we want this as, to be a space where where people can be known and, and just share themselves, share the, the truth of who they are, um, a place where they can feel loved and and welcomed and a part of the community and a place where they can just be. Mm. They can be themselves yeah. in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, bring a question. Send us your questions if you want to hear from anyone in particular. Send that through as well. Bring your stories if you'd like yeah. to be featured on any of our podcasts. Please definitely reach out to us as well. Um, there is enough room here. There's yeah. definitely enough room here, not only to be known, but to be loved and to be. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Enough Room. We'll be dropping another episode in about a week's time. So until then, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Till next time. Bye. Bye.